What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Border Sports Podcast. The Border Sports Podcast is sponsored by the Plumley Real Estate Group. The Plumley Real Estate Group, brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. As always, I'm here with my good buddy, <laughs> the host of the Border Sports Podcast. You're the host, bro. The one and only Michael Williams. Michael. What's up? How are you feeling today? I'm all right. Let's talk about things. Let's not. <laughs> we have to talk about things. Uh, your physical well-being, your emotional well-being. Physically, I'm okay. Good. Yeah. You're feeling better. Mm-hmm. Emotionally. Are you uh, glass box of emotion? Uh, I'm really excited about rooting for uh, last year's National League division champs, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Spring training starting, so I'm really excited about spring train pitchers and catchers report this week. So I, I, you know, I'm really excited about baseball season getting going. I've totally moved on from from everything else dark in my life. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really I excited. noticed you were wearing really excited your- about baseball season. The Suns are starting to look good after they've got some trades. There you go. So I'm really looking forward to the NBA playoffs. Sure. And uh, baseball season. Yeah, I noticed you were wearing your Arizona Diamondbacks uh-huh. hat. I am today. I am today. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. What'd you do last night? Last night, uh, had a quiet night with the family. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> didn't do. <laughs> you know, there was a big event that happened. Was there? Last night. We're was recording there? this on I, Monday. I must have blacked that out of my memory. <laughs> well, let me refresh you. So we have a new you don't crowned. Have to. <laughs> we have a newly crowned Super Bowl champion. Do we? We do. After last night's game. They're not really technically newly crowned, actually. Well, they're, yeah, you're, I guess you're right. They're not newly crowned. They yeah. retain the crown. They retain the crown. Unfortunately. The Kansas City Chiefs beat your San Francisco 49ers <clears throat> 25 to 22 in overtime. They did. Last evening in yep. a back and forth matchup that was kind of mm-hmm. pretty up at times and pretty down at times. It was. <laughs> I, I don't even like, I can't even like sit here and describe how I felt last night. I think in the first half you probably felt pretty good. The San Francisco the the Forty ers defense. I was nervous was looking the great whole game. in the first. I was half. I was literally just nervous the whole game. I never felt good. There I, was something that was off in the universe. I never. I mean, felt when good you have a player time. that injures their Achilles heel on the sideline. Yep. yep, one of your best defenders. Correct. You have an offensive yep. lineman go out. Yep. Uh, Kittle hurt Jorge his shoulder Kittle late in the game. Hurts his shoulder. Uh, Debo tweaked his hamstring. Something with his hamstring. Uh, like there was just something that was the like... The Chiefs had literally no injuries. <laughs> uh, the referees were letting them hold the whole game. Well, you know, I had uh, heard that, that there was already complaints from the 49ers about the field that they were given for practice. The Chiefs, so the Chiefs were allowed to work at the, Los Ra- the, the Raiders facilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But well, the that's 49ers that w- had to practice right. at UNLV, right? And apparently the turf was not good, and the seams were coming up. And sure, there were complaints about that. Did that le- lead to those injuries? Probably not. But. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here. I'm nah. trying to give you something. I don't know, man. I just I knew we were going to lose. Like I had Chiefs fans talking to me the whole week, like, "Oh, we're going to kick your butt." We're gonna... I was like, "Yeah, you probably are." Like, <laughs> whatever. You got Patrick Mahomes. Like what? We don't have Patrick Mahomes, 
Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, yeah. that makes it three wins. MVP. Mm-hmm. Five seasons. Three Super Bowl wins out of five seasons. So here's the question of the day. Is this now a dynasty? Do you consider this I mean, a in, dynasty? For, in football terms, yeah, I would say it's a dynasty. So whatever. Good Good luck. Good for you. Have your dynasty, Chiefs. Fine. Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't even care, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I was so mad last uh, night, dude. I just. I knew we were gonna lose. When did I it? Just, when did it go to you that you're like, this is over? Uh, did you still have hope in overtime? No, no. When we, when we scored to go ahead by three. Uh huh. Um, and we left like two minutes on the clock. That was a lot of time. Like left. a minute fifty three, I think, left on the clock. Mm-hmm. I was just like, we left too much time on the clock. And they're gonna, t- they're for sure gonna tie the game if not win. Um, you know, I saw, I th- so I'm like, best case scenario, we're going to overtime. We're yeah. up right now, but best case scenario, we're going. I was sitting there, I was praying for a fumble or an interception, which I knew was not gonna happen, but I just was praying for it. And, uh, uh, but I just knew, like, best case scenario, we're going to overtime. Yeah. And then, Overtime, I'm like, you know, whatever it is, what it is, we're going to lose in overtime. So I was really disappointed in the extra point block. I, I knew that was going to oh, be yeah, a key point. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and there was other things. There was other turnovers and other oh, things. Oh, that the happened, fumble. I'm but, convinced if Christian McCaffrey had not fumbled that ball on the first drive, that we, the way we were driving down the field, sure, we were going to score a touchdown on that drive. Yeah. We were going to score a touchdown on the drive. And then they get away from him. Shanahan gets away from him in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. They did like, a good understand job. understand he's a workhorse, but this is the last game of the season. They did a good job bottling him up, though, too, even when he did get some opportunities. And I don't know why. What His was cutback going on. lanes were coming open. Still. I don't know what was going on with the 49ers play calling either. Like, it seemed like they'd gotten away from some of those, like, quick slant passes that they did all year long that were so good. And um, they have so many receivers and who are good at getting yards after contact and yards after the catch on those, those quick passes. They, they weren't, it didn't seem like they were doing those. Uh, it seemed like they kept running the ball up the middle and then trying to go for, you know, bigger chunk of pass plays mm-hmm. to me. Um, I would have gotten McCaffrey more involved in the passing game too. They did have that, that trick play that yeah. worked, yeah. <laughs> that which probably shouldn't have worked, but it did. Jennings throws for a pass, touchdown, yeah. receiving touchdown. I think it's the first in Super Bowl history. Is it? I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, too, is you had those two, you know, the two kicks, the yeah. 55-yarder by the Niners and then the 57-yarder, the two longest kicks in, yeah. in, in Super Bowl history in the same game. That's oh, yeah. insane. That was awesome. But, uh, Anyway, I'm glad Taylor Swift's happy. Whenever that's all I care about. Uh, I'm not glad that she's. That's happy. all we care about, right? Is Taylor Swift being? We happy. do not care about Taylor Swift. I don't either. I actually told my daughter loves Taylor Swift's music, and I told her you're not allowed to play Taylor Swift in our house Ugh. for like a year. I so. let my daughter control the music in our car one time, mm-hmm. and 75 percent of the songs were from Taylor Swift albums. I was like, "You're no longer allowed to control the radio. This right. is ridiculous." Right? Yeah. I'm over, not, I'm over all of it. I'm not like I'm a over big, her. I know I'm, I'm a big Kelsey. Brothers. I'm a big music fan, but I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. What was the album that 
1989 or 1985. I can't remember. I always get the year mixed up. I can't remember if it's 1985 or 1989, the album. You know, 89 maybe. It was the big album that came out like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that album was in my family's car for like, I don't know, two years straight. It was like the only album that Sarah and the kids listened to in the car for two years straight. Yeah. One with Shake It Off. Whatever. I can't remember what. Players are going to play and the haters are going to hate. Sure. That's a good album. But anyway. Just got to shake it off. (laughs) Okay. Well, what else? I mean, and the Super Bowl, the thing about it is like, it's a whole environment thing. You know, it's it's a whole event. Mm -hmm. You know, you got the commercials. Reba's out there Which doing awful, her thing. By the way, you didn't like the commercials. Ah. Super Dude, Bowl. Some of them Super are Bowl, pretty good. Super Bowl commercials are not what they used to be. What was your favorite commercial? Uh, probably the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. That's what I was Dunkin' say, Donuts Dunkin's? commercial. Duncan. <laughs> that one was hilarious. I thought that one was. <laughs> I was going to say that was the best one of the night. That was my favorite one. Uh, and goes, Jayla's you? like, Tom, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's in the background, like for <laughs> yeah, no reason, yeah. just because he's Tom Brady. So we come in like a Boston massacre. I heard they're selling those. Duncan is selling those jumpsuits. Dude, online those now. jumpsuits are going to be amazing. <laughs> should we buy Matt them? Damon does not want to be Should we each buy one? Those, yes, will be our, we those are our podcast recording jumpsuits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love whenever he says, how you like those donuts? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my favorite commercial. Oh, that was a good one. I even like the Christopher Walken because everyone has their okay. own Christopher Walken accent. Mm-hmm. You know? I came in, I didn't see that whole commercial. I was doing stuff, you know. Pacing? We were host, hosting people too. So gotcha. it, okay. I was, you know, trying to make sure the food situation was staying. Yeah, that's a big know. part of it. You got to have the food. You know. Post but, Malone plays whatever mm-hmm. his attempt to play America the Beautiful. Did what do you think about Usher? It was good. It was fine. Man, I bet high school. I liked Post Malone's "America the Beautiful." I wasn't a big fan. Really? Nah. I thought it was better than Reba's "Star Spangled Banner." I like Post Malone. Reba was okay. She wasn't bad. I really like Post Malone, though. So, are you a postie? I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a postie. I just think like he's a way super talented. He is musician. People don't realize like he could. He could legit be a country artist if he wanted to be. Oh, yeah. He's that good. He's got some of that flavor in there. You know, uh, he could he could succeed in almost any genre of music. Yeah. So, anyway, that was the Super Bowl. Uh, my night was ruined. Uh, I knew it was going to happen. I still had hopes, but whatever, dude. <laughs> it is what it, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. They're going to go for a three-peat, and we're going to see what happens yep. next season. Mm-hmm. Repeat of 2020. Hopefully, we don't have another pandemic hitting us in three oh, months. Oh, yeah. So, or True two story. months, a month, whatever. Well, let's try to cheer you up. We got all sorts of things sure. going on. We got you could try some wrestling, some basketball, soccer. Mm-hmm. We got it all, buddy. We do. Let's go down to the rundown. Let's do it. You want to? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I'll kick us off. All right. So, in wrestling action, the regional tournament, region one tournament, was at West Texas A&M University this last weekend. And we had our two representatives, Julia Stevens and Ariana Chavez. Mm-hmm. Julia goes into this with a lot of experience 
and she ends up having to forfeit due to a medical forfeit. Oh, and I'll tell you this, heartbreaking for this young lady. Mm-hmm. She was battling some injuries. Now, I'm not going to go into detail about all that, but she was battling some injuries, and she was doing everything she could do to stay on, mm-hmm. on that mat mm-hmm. and, and give it a go, and it just didn't work out for her. So heartbreaking for her, mm-hmm. um, but still super proud of her and all the work that yeah. she put in. She did it the right way, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Um, Ariana Chavez became the regional champion at 235 right. and is still a perfect 40-0 and 0 going into the state championships in right. Austin. Man. So, great representation yeah. there. Cheer her on. Yeah. When are, oh, I guess that'll be the come up, right? <laughs> the come up. I was going to say, when is that? We'll talk about that later. That's it's right. We always do that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm forgetting how. See, I'm so flustered by <laughs> last night. I don't even remember how we do this. You got Can you tell you me how to podcast? I don't remember how to podcast. Maybe it was Usher that just threw you off. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Little John. Yeah. Little John. Luda. Back in action. I did jump up and go, Luda. <laughs> when he came He's out. like 50. <laughs> He's got to be. Yeah. You didn't get to experience the piranha room. Back in the 2000s, it was this dance club in Amarillo. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know no. anything about it because I'm... I'm a Christian. But those people who did partake, <laughs> uh-huh. they were probably having the best time of their lives. Were they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. On to boys <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Nothing's going to help him, guys. Sorry. No. I'm just going to read everything. On okay. to boys basketball. The Borger Bulldogs. Lo- no. <laughs> All right. The Borger Bulldogs lost against the number two state-ranked Randall Raiders on Friday, 95-44. to Borger has... Not had much luck with Randall recently. Uh, the team's come up short the last five times that they've met. Uh, but despite the loss, Borger still got an impressive performance from Taquellen Brooks, who dropped another double-double on 29 points and 16 rebounds. And that's the highest score that he's posted this year that's so awesome. far. Uh, Borger dropped their record down to 2-24 and 24 with that defeat, which is their 18th straight at-home loss dating back to last season. Uh, as for Randall, the victory was the 11th in a row for them, bringing their record for this year to 28-3. and three. That's an impressive team, Randall. Yeah, sounds like it. And I'll say that. I, I think really the biggest part of that game, if you saw the picture online, was uh, all the Randall team. You know, we talked last week about Leslie Broadhurst and what he's going through mm-hmm. with his battle with a, with a tumor. And all the Borger players had red shirts that said Team Broadhurst on there. And mm-hmm. it was like... They made a donation that they had collected during the West Plains game, and so they were able to still give that to I thought that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Border. There's lots of teams across the sure. panel that are celebrating and that are trying to encourage and support. Um, so I thought, again, Panhandle stuff, just they get it. Yeah. Really need. Yep. All right, let's move on to soccer. So in girls' soccer action, the Lady Bulldogs started the week strong by beating our rivals, Pampa, the Pampa Harvesters, on Tuesday Five nil. Pampa mm-hmm. was overwhelmed early as the Bulldogs scored four goals in the first half. All right. So overall, the Bulldogs finished with goals from five different players: Brooklyn Cano, Camilla Shiasaki, Mia Garcia, and Braley Nivens. And Riley Lumpkin also scored on a penalty kick. All right. The Lady Bulldogs continued their high level of play this last Friday, defeating Dumas 4-0. Riley Lumpkin got things started scoring on a PK when Bradley Nivens was fouled in the box. Brooklyn Cano followed with a goal of her own. And then to start off the second half, Riley Lumpkin found the goal again. And newcomer Michaela Diaz got her first career goal. It's a freshman right there. 
The ladies are currently two, two, and one in district play. All right. Proud dad over there. Brooklyn hey, getting some goals, huh? Starting to figure it out, starting to get it together. All right. We started the season off a little bit slow, but things are coming together. Yeah, a they're bit scoring here. lots of goals, man. Yeah, we're starting to put it into the net. I think we're finding it, finding awesome. our groove here. Awesome. On to the boys. The boys started out the week with a very competitive game against Pampa. The game ended in a 3 3 tie when uh, Junior Adon. Adon Cardenas scored in the last two minutes of the game. The boys then traveled home to face the undefeated Dumas Demons, and the Bulldogs put together an excellent game that ended in a 1-1 tie when sophomore Ulysses Chiz Castaneda found the inside of the goalpost. This week has proven that the Bulldogs can play with anyone in the district. They're currently 1-2-2 in district play. Oh, yeah. And they really can. I mean, it's... It's a tale of two teams here. Mm-hmm. Like this is the same team that dropped to a very unimpressive Canyon team two to one, mm-hmm. and then they come back against an undefeated Dumas Demons team that's first in district, and they literally dominate the entire game. Yeah. I mean, dominate and just you know shooting on goal just wasn't falling until we finally get one in, and they end up tying one to one. So this is really a team they can play with anybody. Yeah, yeah. I heard there was some controversy in Pampa with the clock at the end of the game. You know, was it really? That's what I heard. Okay, gotcha. I heard they. Uh, I wasn't in the booth. I didn't touch. I it. heard. I heard Pampa was winning, three to two, and then uh, there was some extra time that wasn't put on the clock, or the clock operators in Pampa. You know, they were. <laughs> they weren't. You know, they were like the game's over. The game's over. But the referee was like, "No, I still got time on my yeah. watch here. I still got time on my watch." Yeah. And Borger scored and tied it, and so people in Pampa were kind of upset about it. But, <laughs> That's a pretty common know. occurrence. It honestly. is. It's the referee's job. It's to the, keep ref- the clock, and the referee the tells both coaches when he does that. Yeah. He says, "Hey, I'm. I got time on my clock. Just letting y'all know." Yeah. And so it's it's not uncommon at all. Now, for the fans sitting in their stands who doesn't know, mm-hmm. you're exactly right. They might be like, "What the heck's going on?" Same thing kind of happened to us in the game against Dumas. The game ends and there's still time left on the clock, but they didn't realize they weren't stopping the clock in the box on time. So the referee was like, we're going on my watch. And I was down there when I heard him tell both coaches that. So they're aware when those things happen. Right. There's added time or whatever. Right. You know, you'll have players that will try to kick it out of the stadium just to avoid time. And the referee's <laughs> like, no, you don't get to do that. Yeah, so that's it's not just, how that works. Yeah. And so there's, and, and if you watch professional soccer, yeah, they always add an extra. Always added at time each half. They always add extra so, time. So you know, Pampa's always going to look for a reason, and that's yeah. okay. I'm glad. I've never asked you this. Do you watch a lot of professional soccer during World Cup season? I do. Yeah. I don't really watch a lot of Premier League, and I don't watch a lot mm-hmm. of Championship League, World Cup. I've been getting into it more I lately. Like it. I like. I've World been getting Cup. into the EPL a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Lately, I got ESPN Plus, so. Oh, you can watch all They've sorts got tons of, of stuff. Tons of Premier League on there. I'm a Messi fan. I like Lionel. Yeah, I like Messi. Did you like the Messi commercial? The I did Super like Bowl? Messi. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn. She was fangirling over that. Oh yeah. She, oh yeah. She she's got a Messi. crush on Messi. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right on. Freaking Argentinian. Right. Argentinian. <laughs> Argentinian. Argent- whatever he is. All right. It's a stud. Can't yeah. Be. I still haven't picked a team. I need to pick a team to root for, but like an EPL team to be my team. I just kind of watch all the games. <laughs> anyway, because I need another I need another team to disappoint me. <laughs> Ruin my life. Uh, going to relegation. Here we go. All right. Golf. On to golf. Uh, oh, wait. You, you do golf. Okay. I just did boys soccer, didn't I? 
All right. Yeah. Golf. The spring season is upon us, and both teams started out on the right foot this last week. The Lady Bulldogs competed in the Hereford Invitational and walked away with a first-place finish. Right. Individually, Ava Rankin finished in third place, and Kenley Wilkinson walked away with the top spot and the top score and a first-place finish. Boys also had a great week with a second-place finish out of an 18-team field at the Plainview Invitational. Caden Marquez tied for 10th place. Corby Corbin Gibson tied for 7th place. And Jorge George Golston finished in 5th place overall. All right. Seems like golf's picking up where they left off in the fall. Yeah, they really did. Yeah. Played good in the fall. Mm -hmm. Now transferring over to spring like they didn't even miss a beat. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Way to go, golf. All right. We'll, uh, we were just going to update you on some Frank Phillips sports right now, but uh, we don't Someone have Someone was depressed. Oh, yeah. And they didn't look it up. Yeah. No, that's not why. But, uh, but yeah, we'll go ahead and update you. We'll do like a whole long update segment on Frank Phillips on next week's podcast. Don't have anything to update you on with Frank Phillips right now. Uh, I I know I do know that the boys are going to be playing Odessa College tonight. The girls, too. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to miss the girls game, but I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go watch the boys try and uh, tonight, like Monday night or yeah, Wednesday night. Monday night. Well, oh, it's Monday okay. night. Gotcha. Yeah, Monday night. Yeah, we're recording this on Monday night. But uh, so by the time the next one comes out, we'll have some. Yeah, by the time it comes out next week, I'll update you on what happened at that game and probably a couple other games. So awesome. Anyway, right now we're gonna have a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back with the come up. We would like to thank the Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumley Real Estate Group's agents understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumley Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way, from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumley Real Estate Group. Contact Plumley Real Estate Group online today at plumleygroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. All right, we are back from the break. Uh, we are going to go right on into the come up here and let you know what's coming up this week. All right, a lot of action going on. So in soccer, the second half of district play will begin with the teams traveling to Randall on Friday, February the 16th, and then the boys are back at home against Dalhart on Tuesday, February the 20th. And the second half of district gets interesting because there's no more ties. Now, if the game is tied at end of regulation, we go into penalty kicks. All right. So nice. that's when the excitement starts. That's fun. All right, softball travels south to Lubbock for the LISD tournament this weekend. And baseball, the boys kick off their season next Tuesday on February 20th against San Jacinto Christian Academy at Rick Klein Field. The first pitch will be at 5 p.m. Excited for that. And in girls' golf action, the ladies are going to be at the Dumas Invitational tomorrow, February the 15th. Tee-off begins at 9 a.m., in powerlifting, 
They'll be at the Ralph Shemwell Memorial at Highland Park this Saturday, the 17th. And lifting begins with the squat starting at 8 a.m., bright and early in the morning. Bright and early. All right, on to wrestling. We want to wish the best of luck to Ariana Chavez as she makes her second trip to the state wrestling championships in Austin this weekend. Good luck, Ariana. Uh, we know you're going to make us proud. Uh, if you haven't already listened to last week's episode, uh, go back and listen to it. We did an interview with Julia Stevens, Ariana Chavez, and Coach Radke. Uh, it was a good interview. Go back and listen to last week's episode uh, so you can hear from them and all the great things going on with Borker Wrestling. That's right. Yeah. And then, Michael, this week is Valentine's. Oh, is it? You already got some ideas. Today's for, Valentine's Day. I mean, the day this podcast comes out, I yeah, guess, it's is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. You got some ideas for Sarah? Uh, better hurry up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got two days. I've kind of been preoccupied with the Super Bowl. And now that it's over... Um, I did buy her a 49er sweatshirt for the Super Bowl. That's good enough, right? So that's part. That she was real excited about it. She liked it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Uh, I did buy her some flowers this weekend a little early, but. Or is it like an early celebration? No, I just. the Super Bowl win? No, what? it was somewhere. They had some pretty flowers that were on Dude, sale and I bought them for her. That's stud move right so, there. You know. Just saw flowers and got it. Yeah. Guys, take notes. Mm-hmm. Take notes from Dub. Yep. See flowers. Get them. Yeah. What, what What's great is Sarah doesn't really care for roses. Mm. So I don't have to speak the big money. She likes the the more like variety, yeah. bigger, like the bigger, you can get more flowers for your money. You know? Sure. Absolutely. You buy the bigger. She loves the like the purples and the yellows yeah. all together and stuff oh, yeah. like that. So yeah. Because with the roses, you got to go big or else mm-hmm. the bouquet looks kind of Right. Right. Well, you can't go cheap on roses because the cheap roses are like falling apart. Yeah. They're not good quality. They're falling apart. So you got to buy, if you're going to buy roses, you got to go, you got to, you got to do it. You got to, you got to jump in that big boy pool and spend the money. You do. On some nice roses, nice roses. You really do. So Sarah, Sarah's so, uh, like I was such a practical person that like, I can't buy her flowers very often. Mm. Because she gets mad. she thinks it's a waste of money. Because she's like, "Why are you gonna Why are you gonna spend money on something that's gonna be dead in a week?" She's like, "Buy me something that will last." Uh, yeah, you know, I like it. So, what's her love language? Uh, quality time. Oh, there you go. And thought, like thoughtfulness in, uh, into a gift. Mm. She's much more like she cares much more if I put thoughtfulness into a sure. gift than how much I spend on it. Yeah. So like when Jim Halper got the teapot with the, yeah, the picture yeah, and stuff like yeah, that's that what she'd thing. be into. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. That kind of thing. Yeah. I like it. Anyway. Yeah. Valentine's Day's coming up. Uh, y'all have a happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> Who's into love? Who's into Nobody. Love? Nobody. Not My the 49ers. 49ers don't win. No one gets love. Dude, you know what made it worse? I stayed up late on a Saturday night, which I don't ever do. Yeah, because you're an early riser on Sunday. I stayed up late on a Saturday night to watch the Phoenix Suns play the Golden State Warriors. And the Suns <laughs> to lost. To try to make yourself feel better? Freaking Steph Curry makes a... The Suns played pretty good. The game was in. It was an away game for the Suns. Mm-hmm. So, you know... And the Warriors crowd's pretty... They got a pretty good home court advantage. Their crowds are always pretty much into it. Yeah. And so... They were playing pretty well. 
uh, on an off shooting night for Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant. Um, if they were going, I think we, they would have won easily. But just it was just kind of like an off off offensive night for the Suns. Hmm. They're still in that game. They had the lead, and Steph Curry just makes a three pointer with point seven sec point seven seconds left on the clock uh, to go up by one or two. I can't one or two. No, they went up by one, and so the Suns have 0.7 seconds to like inbound the ball and sure. score, and it, it was a disaster. But it just, it's like, just like both my teams in two days, like last second losses, like to Steph Curry and freaking Patrick Mahomes, dude, like two of the greats. It's just like <laughs> these two. When is the little guy gonna get it? Yeah, man, it's just it's so hard. Oh my, I'm gosh. just kidding. <laughs> This guy with all his championships. I know. All my championships. Whatever. The 49ers championships happened so long ago that I can only remember one of them. Like, actually remember. Is it the one with Steve Young? Yeah. I remember Even watching Jerry Rice and, and Joe Montana play. Mm-hmm. But I don't like, I wasn't old enough to actually, like, remember the Super Bowl wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a couple of them. Were like before I was even born. Yeah. And so, like, I don't remember all of them. Yeah. Um, I do remember in 95 them beating the Chargers and blowing the Chargers out. That was awesome. Yeah, that that's the last. That's the last one they won. It's been a while it's now. It's been a while. When you think about it that way. Yeah. It's been a while. And we've been to a cup. Uh, we, we went, you know, we were, we played against the Ravens. Uh-huh. Uh, lost that one. Sure. That's uh, a good Ravens team. And then we lost in 2020 and we lost last night. So, well, more losing than winning in yeah. <laughs> of what I can remember, you know. And you then the Suns, turn the around. Suns have never won a championship. The Suns have never and won a championship. And the Suns are my, that's your team. That's my favorite of all my sports teams. I bleed purple and orange. Oh, I love the Suns. That's heartbreak. Uh, the Suns have never won a championship. No, they haven't. You know, my first real sports memory is the Suns losing to Michael Jordan in the finals. That's the first time I cried over a sporting event. I mean, Charles Barkley got in shape for that season. He did, yeah. But that's a heartbreaker. Anyway, we've went on too long on the end of this thing, talking about nobody cares about about my sports life. So Everyone cares. Just you do. You know, you're just yeah. nice. So thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Michael's therapy session. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Uh, I'll I'll be in a better mood. I'll be in a better mood. Have a happy freaking Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs>There, this isn't a two and out. They're well, there was that one. Was this that their the, last drive to score? Yeah, there was that one play when that was that the play when uh, Shanahan called a timeout.
Mm-hmm. They roll the yes. defense out there, and Shanahan's like, no, 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 we're not rolling with this defense. Like, Yes, he finally called a timeout. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 what are we doing? Yes. Yeah. And you I think he had to call a stop to it because he was like, uh-uh, we're not doing this. This is not how we play defense. Yeah. Well, and then on that stupid fourth and one, it's like, how do you not have a guy just stuck on Mahomes? Watch all you do is watch him. He's sure. gonna, of course, he's gonna try and try and call his own number on on a play like this. Like, sure. he doesn't <laughs> run the ball often, and that's why no. It's but a in that situation, he, he does. He will. He will in that this situation. This is the last game of the season. He's gonna try to run it. And you know they're going to go. You know they're yeah. going to Travis Kelsey. So if he's on that side of the field, you're favoring that side of the field regardless. Mm-hmm. They're not throwing to Hardeman in that. They're trying to go to Kelsey. Yeah. And he was, I mean, it was a perfect play call. He was open, and that guy, that corner, was mm-hmm. on a bad island. I'm either going with Kelsey or Patrick's going to run it. Mm-hmm. And he's just hoping a linebacker gets over there, and they didn't. Who said all – I can't remember the name of Kansas City's all-pro uh, back – Cornerback, you got to press record on this. Oh, I am recording. Okay, sorry. Isaiah Pacheco? No, 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 not the running back. I'm t- I'm switching to their defense. Who's their oh, all- number twenty? You're talking about Sneed. Sneed. Yeah. What were the 49ers doing? Throwing to the receiver that was being covered by him, like all the time. Yeah, they were throwing to the. You're trying to isolate Stay because o- the Kansas City Chiefs have the best cornerbacks in the league. Yeah. Don't throw to them. No. If if Sneed or if 22 is on them, try to isolate a linebacker. Right. Put Christian McCaffrey on a linebacker and let him outrun him. Yes. And out-athlete him. Yes. And they made terrible play calls. Yeah. That. Yeah. The play calling was awful. I and mean, that's why we lost, honestly. But, dude, that's why Andy Reid is who Andy Reid is. He, he's a great coach. He made – the Chiefs made better adjustments at halftime than San Francisco did. San sure. Francisco was winning that game, and they should have won that game. But the Chiefs made the adjustments at the end. That's kind of an experience thing. Brock tried. I'll give it to him. Brock tried. Brock didn't play bad. But he he's not going to make that extra move to make the extra throw under pressure. He tried. It just He couldn't get it there. There was a lot of pressure coming on. There was great blitzing coming Oh, oh there were there were times where it's like, what do you expect him to do? Yeah. Like, he's under... There were times where there were players open. Yeah. But he didn't have time to get them the ball because the line wasn't holding up. Well, there's like a safety coming through the C-gap. Right. And he's unblocked because no one picked it up on a delayed blitz. Right, right. And Purdy knows I'm about to get blasted if mm-hmm. I don't get rid of this ball. Right. And so he's got to try to pass it early. Well, the routes aren't finished. And right. Yeah, just, the play, yeah, they haven't developed yet. Yeah, but. they haven't developed yet. and. But then that goes back to play calling. It does. Yeah. You got used to it. I hated was a stud fullback. I hated let him and, continue and, to lead block for And Christian. Romo talked about it on the the I'm sw- and I'm just I'm just harping on play calling. I'm switching between offensive and defensive play calling. But yeah. when Steve Wilkes like called that like that blitz, that hardcore blitz there on that last uh was it was in it was in the fourth quarter, I think, but it was and at they the showed end blitz. They showed blitz. And they all blitzed. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was like, I, I just didn't like doing that there because Patrick Mahomes is going to find somebody open. He's too good. He's too good to not find the open man. Sure. He's too good not to. And I thought, show blitz and surely they're going to drop off. And they didn't. Mm-mm. They kept going. And the offensive linemen had time to pick it up because they could make the adjustments at the line. Yep. You're showing your cards. Mm-hmm. 
Steve Wilkes, dude. I can't. I, I was like, mm. and I, I even said it to Abby. We're watching the game. I was like, that defensive coordinator lost that game. 